0: morning y'all back in the mini ready to motivate <laughs> oh man every single time don't I laugh man and uh, it's for all the right reasons I love doing this every time it feels kind of like the first time Um, obviously this is my 40th episode which is nuts I can't imagine when I get to a hundred i keep i I thought about when I made my first episode is what happens when I get to a hundred Talk about putting the car before the horse but here I am fortieth episode in, and still every time I go to hit record it's it's fresh it's wild and uh tough. Hopefully, I didn't come through all the way, but some dude wanted to cut me off. I don't know what he was thinking. (laughs) That's the problem. He probably wasn't thinking. All right, Monday morning. Weekend definitely wasn't long enough. I was telling myself this. I was telling myself yesterday, I, I need to find a job where I work four days a week and have three off. Because I definitely know that the expectation probably would be because we are so held up on traditions and things that we've done just because we've done them that way, the 40-hour work week, right? Like, it's just, it's, a, it's an odd concept because who determined 40 hours, right? Who thought that was good enough? And then that became the gold standard. Forty hours. I mean some work some weeks actually I mean I definitely put in forty hours a week. It's just whether I put in more or how much more. So I suspect that if I found a job where I only worked four days a week, that I would be working ten hour days, which really isn't any different than what I'm doing now. I'm working ten hour days for the most part. Um So, yeah, I don't understand why I can't make that happen in the future. Because three days off, that's what I need. Three days off to fully recover. Uh, Well, speaking about this, there was a a period of time when I was doing a 12-hour rotating shift, like four on, three, three off, three on, four off, type stuff. Very interesting. And it wasn't too bad except for it was just me and one other individual that were legitimately putting in 12 hour days. So it got taxed pretty quickly. The time off was great. But yeah, I don't I don't know if I'm a big fan. Alright. So what are we talking about, y'all? I will tell you, because it's my podcast. <laughs> Bad habits. And just be aware that everything I always speak to is stuff that I've endured or are currently dealing with. Right? I, I never try to speak to anything that I know nothing about. Um, now, if I know a little something, then, you know, that's always dangerous. But I really try to speak from deep-rooted experiences in what I've screwed up a lot. And from my screw-ups, uh, got a lot better. And then things that I've just over time, I see, I hate the word master, but just high level of efficiency, proficiency in regards to them. And so, bad habits. I know, it doesn't sound very motivating to speak of our bad habits, but the best way to personal growth and success is self-awareness and really being able to reflect on the things we're doing well and the things we're not doing so well. People always wonder, well, how can I improve? How can I get better? What could I be doing differently? Well, you start with the, the, the number one question I always ask a lot of people when they're really getting down on themselves or they don't have direction or not sure is Well, you're not perfect, right? Well, of course I'm not perfect. Okay, well, everybody is so willing and quick to accept the fact they're not perfect, which is the right answer. But if you're not perfect, then what are you doing to try to get better about it? And if you're not perfect, well, then you've got to be able to speak to your flaws in a very critical and deep way. You don't have to really go at it and uh, and destroy yourself. <laughs> you probably, as a as a decent human being, have more good qualities than bad qualities. You probably do more good things than bad things, and that's great. But you got bad habits. I guarantee it. I have bad habits, and that's why I wanted to speak to this, because planning planning is a a weakness. Now, we'll say it's something I need to work on and, we, and work on it from the standpoint of just because I have a bunch of time doesn't mean I have a bunch of time. And so like I alluded to, right, about 120 seconds ago, it's things that either I've done or are currently doing, right? These are things we can all get better on. I'm sure what I'm about to speak to right now the old procrastination it's pretty accurate for a lot of people because we'll do that if I told you you had a year to do it would you do it tomorrow would you do it the day after that or if I told you you had a year to do something I gave you a due date a year out you'd wait six months well you'd probably ask me what's the task what's it about and I would say does it matter? I love saying pay me now pay me later because it's very true why do we wait? why? why? why do we yes we have a lot of things to balance in our life but just because it's something that's due 12 months from now and you want to wait six to eight months to get it done because in your mind that task isn't that time consuming it's very simple to me one if it's very simple why would you not just get it done <laughs> pay me now or pay me later and then you go to the flip end of that well if it's really complicated and something different and something you've never done and you're actually really not sure how long it's going to take you to do then why wouldn't you start it now as well, right? So that's where when I go back and say, well, what does it matter? Because really, it probably doesn't. You should be just working to get it done, fitting it into your schedule. What's the chances that if I told you something was due a year from now, would you put it on your calendar? Would you write it down somewhere? And for me, infamously, writing something down I've got to, or I will forget it. But then secondly, writing something down, and then forgetting where I wrote it down, or where I put it, or what I did with that paper. I I can't stand paper. Maybe this harps back to my days in the military, where one, we didn't have fancy electronics. I mean, uh, cell phones really didn't come into full play until I was in the military for about seven or eight years. I'm talking about like smartphones, not just a flip phone. And so what do we carry around? Green memo book. All right? Because you can fit it in your back pocket. Take it out, write down notes, write down what they put out at quarters. And then as you transitioned into a leader, it became even more important because it was your your pocket brain to back you up. So now that I think about it, like of all the things the military taught me to be efficient in that regards, they did not, man. So I blame the military 100 percent. That is not my fault how disorganized I am. There's so much technology nowadays, it's ridiculous. And every time I'm, I'm trying to utilize them and it just doesn't feel right or Actually, sometimes it doesn't feel as fluid or efficient, especially if, for instance, your phone, which you always have on you, but to get out your phone, look up your app, and then now, how are you inputting it? Are you swiping or tapping or, you know, even if you have uh, a note and using the pen, and how it writes. I say that because I have the Note 9, and I I love the pen on feature on it. I try to use as much as possible, but I still feel like I don't utilize it as much as I could, or as well as I could. I have a touchscreen tablet from work that's really nice, and I bought a pen for it, so I could be able to write on the screen. I don't use that as much as I should. Yeah, there's a little there's little opportunities here for me to develop, to develop good habits. And I'm not. And as much as I bring this to y'all's attention about the things we could be doing better, I, I genuinely, these are conversations I would have anyways with myself. I just record them and now put them on the internet. But I need to figure out a way to get more efficient with the technology that I have to Use it to bolster my productivity and, and tracking. But back to the heart of what I really want to discuss in Bad Habits is just what are yours? Right? I'm sharing with you my propensity for procrastination. If you, if you told me a project was due a year from now, I wouldn't probably look at it until 11 months out because this is another bad habit that I've developed not only with being organized in that regards in long-term projects right on the short term something's got to happen now there's five different fires going on and you need to pick one or prioritize which ones are gonna get put out first and how and what agent and who's doing what Oh, God, that's where I thrive. Once again, a lot of things that define me and who I am are the military. And running drills constantly or being a part of the drill team. I love that, thriving in that chaotic. You got 20 things going on. Which one do you tackle first and go from there? Oh, man, I love that stuff. I love drills. At work sometimes when things go really south in a hurry, I love it, I really do. And really because it helps you focus, it helps you prioritize. Because then especially if you only got one thing that's on fire and the other things just are the potential to catch on fire, well guess what, it helps prioritize what you're attacking what you're focusing your energy on. And you know what else too, which is a very human thing, is we do love our lists. And when we get things done on our list, it feels great. It feels fantastic. And so when you can tangibly see the results of your actions, need a downshift there. Riding around fifth on the highway like a crazy person. All right, we're in six, we're good, so there we go. Um, when you can mark something off your list, but see it tangibly, right? Like I did X, Y, and Z, and these are the results, and I can see them, they're very tangible. It feels great. We're built, we're built that way as a species. Um, and it actually releases dopamine. If you want, uh, we'll get into the science there just for a quick hot second, right, so as a species, right, we got to be motivated to do things or else we probably wouldn't do them, so for us, we got dopamine, and it motivates us to accomplish things, like I see a tree down there, it's an apple tree, well, I need apples to survive, so I'm going to start heading that way and you're heading that way, and it's a long distance. You know, you can see the trees, but you can't make out the apples. And as you get closer, and as you start making out the shape of the apples, you know, every time you get a little closer, your body will instinctively release dopamine, right? So even if you've got this distance to span, and you set these little markers, right? Just like if you went out for a long run, or if you had to navigate on foot anywhere, right? You know, I'm, I'm going to make it to this next tree or that big rock. My goal is to make it to that big rock down the road. And you get to it. And you get a little release of dopamine. And you set the next goal, right? Like that is, that is goal building 101 on a, on a very caveman level. But it's real and it works. And we do. If you make a list, a grocery list, and as you're going through, you're marking things off, you are going to release little shots of dopamine for accomplishing your tasks. And it's awesome how it works. Now the tricky part here about dopamine is it can be replaced with other things that aren't goal-task oriented. Um, Drinking, smoking, release dopamine. gambling releases dopamine. And once again, dopamine is not meant to be continuously in your system. Dopamine is that quick little shot, quick little boost, keep it going, keep you on track for the task you're doing at hand, and then flesh out your system. Uh, Dopamine is highly addictive, (laughs) as you can tell by people that uh, smoke or drink or gamble to excess Um, it's ways that we fool our brains to, uh, to feeling better about what we're doing so going back to our goals I gotta get better about that I gotta get better about writing them down not just the short term stuff like I said that's easy it's the long term stuff that gets a little trickier And then on top of that, if you give me enough time, I'll kick every can down the road. I can't stand that. That's why I, my wife will tell you, I repeatedly say these two things about, one, kicking the can down the road, can't stand it. Two, pay me now or pay me later, right? What's the difference? And I say that with finances and bills, I say that with personal stuff, goals, tasks, things that got to get done, and they're not immediate, but pay me now or pay me later, you got to pay up, if, if you, if I give you a task, and no way around it, it takes five hours to do, Right, you can obviously take longer if you want, but the soonest you can get it done is five hours. And you go, well, I don't have five hours right now. Okay, you know that that's part of planning, but when are you gonna have five hours? I don't know. Well, if you don't know when you're gonna have five hours, then you've got five hours right now. Do it now. Just like the gym. <laughs> Or right now, one, if you have your own home gym and it's really nice, don't post a photo on Facebook. I'm going to unfriend you probably. I can't stand it when I see these people and they have these bomb ass freaking gyms in their basement or their garage, invested the time and effort in this equipment. I can't stand it. It drives me nuts. Jealousy? Absolutely. (laughs) 100%. But so, if you have your home gym, one you disgust me. But two, great. Or you can do body weight workout stuff. One hundred percent, you can do that. And so, even if I said thirty minutes, you know, to my mind, I like an hour to work out. But thirty minutes, that's all you need. And people will say, well, I don't have time for it. Nah. It's not important to you. That's why you're not making time for it. You got the same amount of hours in the day as everybody else. So stop griping about not being able to work out or go to the gym. Because these are just excuses. Especially nowadays with YouTube and the internet, You've got plenty of room in whatever domicile you have. I mean, if you want to get a little structured, buy yourself a yoga mat or some kind of mat to feel a little, to kind of define your boundaries, define your own little sanctuary, your own little personal gym, and just do it. Look up a YouTube video. There's so much free instructional content. It's ridiculous how much content is out there. And we take it for granted that it's free. Like, right? go back 20 years and nobody was just handing out DVDs and, and videos for free. Hey, I'm a, I'm a personal trainer. I've spent a lifetime, you know, going to school, getting the education on nutrition and working out and getting the experience. And I just made this DVD, or this VHS, if we want to go back further. Here, it's free. Wait, what, you don't don't want any money for your time and effort? Nah, it's free. What's going to help you keep making? Nah, nah, don't worry about that. I got it covered. It's free. It would blow your mind. But nowadays, because of YouTube and Facebook in other mediums where we can get video content delivered. We take it all for granted. Just like the internet, man, the internet we take for granted. So much you can learn on there. Skills. Like learning another language, learning sign language, learning to code. If you wanted to become a network engineer, there's probably about a thousand different references, study materials online. You just have to have the drive and motivation to do it. Like, that's the difference between that and the classroom structure. But if you were going to pay somebody to do that, right? Can you imagine if, if I was like, Hey, I'll take your money and I'll Google all the facts for you and I'll set up a a structured environment for you and I'll give you quizzes and tests and homework and all I'm doing is just copying and pasting stuff from the internet, would you want to pay for that? I mean, if that makes you feel better to have somebody hand walk you through the process, which is what higher education can definitely seem and look like, back to bag of habits though because we are on Sunrise Valley Drive which means I'm getting closer to work which means I gotta wrap this thing up I shared with you my one and went on some tangents like I always do about prioritizing setting long term goals and tasks especially when they're low priority like I'm a huge proponent of prioritizing because not everything can be like the number one priority. You got to have things that are more important than others, right? That makes sense. But then what happens when something is always low priority, right? It can't not get done. That don't make sense either, right? So if something's number 10 on the priority list, I mean you can't keep it on there forever, right? Or well, you don't want to. It'll never get done. Just cause it that makes sense everybody, right? And that's where that pay me now, pay me later. If it's something that you can easily get knocked out, maybe it's not a priority. It's not the way you'd want to spend your time right away, but But it's gotta happen at some point. Man, this was, a, this was a tough episode to record, and I'll share with you the fact that it's a huge reflection on me. It's something that I've constantly tried to work on, and it's a, it's a beast that's gotten the best of me more frequently than not. You ask anybody about me and my work ethic and what I'm about and how much of my time and effort I will pour into anybody or anything that asks for it, Like these are things that make me feel better about myself as a human being where somebody would speak highly or say such things in my regards of my work ethic and Effort and they're never in doubt never questioned But my wife who's experienced it firsthand sometimes my ability to procrastinate on simple stuff silly stuff My favorite is taking out the trash that's my job in the house and I'm I love it. I'm completely about it. Like, I never want my wife taking out the trash. I Maybe mean, that's the sexist in me, but to me, I'm like, I handle the trash. You don't take out the trash. And she's good with that. But when it starts piling up, right, and it's like, ah, oh, you can fit a little more on top and a little more on top and a little more on top. Am I procrastinating? Am I being efficient? Am I using the excuse of efficiency to kick that can down the road? <laughs> and so this this podcast is just a reflection of things on myself that, yeah, you can go, you can definitely, you could take this podcast and what I'm saying and definitely beat yourself up over your bad habits. And, uh, you know, that's not, not healthy. It's the difference between, you know, lashing out over yourself and what you're not about or what you could be doing better. And just holding yourself accountable and knowing where your weaknesses are, um, and and that's tough too. That's tough to really once again be self-aware and reflect and say, "Man, I am not good at this," and it's been getting the best of me for years. Like procrastinating on the on the low priority stuff. or planning out the long-term things that, once again, aren't high priority. We can all look at the top three or four things in our life and know what we're about with those and put plenty of time and effort into them, but there's still other things that got to get done. There's still other little ancillary things that are going to make us better. But, once again, you know, if you're not on the top five list, are you going to get the appropriate attention, the appropriate effort to correct and fix? Well, this is a good uh, good Monday. Good Monday and, uh, and looking looking at the week ahead. Maybe looking two weeks ahead. We, we talk about uh, coming out of this countrywide lockdown, shutdown. Can you imagine the planning that's involved with that? Like the long-term phasing in of, of things and how you do it and how you attack it. Um, Yeah, if I was the president, as soon as I shut down the country, probably even before I shut down the country, even thought about that, I'd be having a task force mounted up because I'd be like, this is a huge task. Uh, Start planning it now. (laughs) Um, All right. Good podcast, folks. I like it. I'm good. Time to head in, answer a bunch of questions that I know are waiting for me. As always, I do love y'all. Please, please, if anything, just remember two, two things that I really want you to take to heart every podcast. Work hard and be nice. There we go. Monday morning, motivation in a mini. I'm out.